All right, so we are going to start this segment in five, four, three, two, one. Atlanta! Good morning, Vietnam! Yeah, welcome back to Final Final, a Consume Media podcast, season two, episode two. I got Corbin, I got Leo, I got Sean. Guys, what is up? What's good? I, I needed someone to fidget with, so I brought a Sharpie pen. Um, Sharpie is one of our clients with Newell Brand, so shout out to Sharpie. Shout out to Sharpie. All right, Corbin, tell me how you're doing. How's your week been in one sentence? Week has been pretty good. Uh, just got back from Jacksonville. Um, and uh, yeah. All it. right, there we go. Leo, how's your week been? All right, I knew you were going to ask me this question, so I prepared something. You ready? Yeah. My week has been fasting, rapping, and podcasting. Let's go. (laughs) Wait, there we go. Yeah. It sounds like Leo has had a much more hype week than me. How's your week been? My week's been very chill. It's been good. It's been chill and good. That's that's positive. Yeah, I learned a lot of new stuff, so can't complain. What'd you learn? Um... Honestly, just a bunch of motion graphics, After Effects stuff. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, the Accelerate project looks good. (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate it. My week's been good. My birthday was this past weekend. Happy birthday, Landa. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. So then coming down off that can be kind of like a ah, normal life again. You know what I mean? But it's been good. I did get an iPad for my birthday. Shout out to my boyfriend, Rob. Shout out one time. I love it. Now I don't have this laptop right here. I'm going to tell you one time. I'm going to tell you one time. It's a good song. I wrote it. A great song. I didn't write it. Leo, in fact, speaking of Justin Bieber, has a personal connection to Justin Bieber. I did one time accidentally. No, it was on purpose. I punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah, but purpose. I didn't I've seen him. the video. I, I, I didn't hurt him, though. His face was too valuable to hurt. Right. How did that happen? Well, my brother was friends with the Biebs. Shout out Young Michael. He was at our house, and he wanted to challenge me to a boxing match. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I didn't hurt him, but I also I did show him who was boss. How mm. old was he at the time? Probably 13, maybe. 13? 14? Have you seen okay. the video? No. It looks like I it was haven't. filmed on a potato. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I think it's got four pixels in the whole video. That's amazing. <laughs> was this like right as he was blowing up? or like He was he was a YouTube sensation. He he hadn't like recorded any. Not he's baby. been Not on the baby Ellen show with yet. Ludacris yet. We, ha- we no. weren't in baby territory just yet. <laughs> no, but he was, he was a YouTube guy. Yeah, that's how he got discovered. YouTube. We make videos, put them on YouTube. He was on YouTube. Yeah. So what you're trying to say is we could be the next Justin Bieber. We already are the next Justin Bieber. Wow. No one knows it yet. Though. Manifestation right here. Baby, baby, baby. Oh, like. All right. Well, <laughs> our next segment <laughs> is what happened at Consume Media this month. Well, we said goodbye to our beloved Jackie, who was on the podcast last week. No, okay, not goodbye. She moved to a new company. She's still with us, thank God. Um, but yeah, she moved on to a new opportunity. We love Jackie. She's we dead her. to me. And she's dead to Sean. Do you hear that, Jackie? No, I'm just kidding. Um, we have welcomed Lynette. Leo's executive assistant. Shout out Lynette. What's we up? had we had three consumed birthdays this month. We had Lewis, we had me, and then we had a Morgan. You see, I feel really bad because I'm in charge of making the happy birthday graphics and I didn't realize that it was Lou's birthday. Corbin, and I'll be honest, you missed he, me last week. But it's cool. It's cool. What? Your your birthday, your birthday wasn't was on the calendar. Week? Yeah, it was on Monday. Was it on what? the calendar? Yeah. 
I didn't we know. Oh my that. gosh, four consumed birthdays. Happy no, birthday, Sean. I can't bring it up. Is it on the birthday yes, calendar? Yes, you can. Well, I could have, but I feel like we once, have a birthday calendar for hit, this reason. Once you hit a certain age, like, like if you guys know it's my birthday, I'll be like, yeah, we literally yeah, but there's a calendar. Sean. But I can't like, I no, can't, but I, I'm not gonna come into work and be like, guess what, guys, it's my birthday. Wait, what day that's was me, your that's birthday? Me. <laughs> that's a lot of people. I mean, I'm not. Also, I'm not judging if anyone else does. I'm just saying, I'm not. I, I get it. It, it doesn't really fit your vibe. I, I guess I I'm don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, it's I okay. sincerely apologize. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Me too. It's actually no, it's cool. Happy so, right. birthday! So I forgot. We two need to put an announcement in Slack that if your birthday is not in the birthday calendar, you no longer have a birthday. Mm, you're in huge trouble. I wouldn't <laughs> call it trouble, but like <laughs> it's not like you know we have a birthday calendar, you know. But, but well, happy late birthday! Did okay. you do something fun? <laughs> I ran nine miles. <laughs> Uh, go off okay yeah that's that was, that was pretty hear it. that was fun i mean that is exhilarating yeah it was something you feel something at the, you, re, you really feel something at the end if you I were was, trying to feel something run nine miles i was pretty shocked i was gonna run four next thing i knew it was nine miles i feel but, do you listen to music while you run or podcasts or, i don't like or do honest, you just raw dog it with nothing in your ears <laughs> i you know i i just <laughs> yeah i don't listen to anything typically i mean i Sometimes I'll listen to a podcast, but I also kind of like to just like think while I'm running alone with your thoughts for nine miles. But then the I will say the last no, I made it alone with my thoughts for the first first four miles. The last five miles, I have played the same song on repeat over and over again. Okay, probably works. Probably why I ran nine miles. I don't personally love being alone with my thoughts for too long. That's why I listen to so many podcasts, watch so many YouTube videos. (laughs) Yeah, that hour and a half long traffic in Atlanta on the way home. What are you supposed to do? Exactly. You gotta listen to something. Or look at cars and think about your existential thoughts. Yeah, that's that's overwhelming on a daily basis. All right. Well, we had four consumed birthdays this week. I mean, month. I stand corrected. Happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday, Sean. It makes sense that you're a Libra, and that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. What else did we get into this month? Well, we filmed a bunch of stuff, starting with. Letratag 200B. We had a studio day right here in this very studio with our friends at Newell. We staged several um, over-the-head scenes, a doctor's office, a home office, to show the versatility of the Letratag 200B label maker. Landa, what does it do? Prints labels. It's a tiny little device, prints labels. What is your favorite feature of the Letratag 200B? That it's Bluetooth. Hey. hey! Very cool. I designed the graphics for that, so I know all about it. Video's looking good. Yeah. That is all pretty right. sick that it's Bluetooth. Like, it is really cool. And it's like this big. What? It's pretty, pretty sweet. And what's cool about this project is that basically all the products on Amazon need a video. If you don't mm-hmm. have a video on Amazon, Amazon's like, yo, I'm not going to rate this product as highly. So that's why, these Am- or that's why Newell comes to us weekly, monthly. Yearly. They come to us all the time saying, hey, we need videos. Oftentimes going on Walmart.com, Amazon.com, things like that. Yeah, Amazon will push your product more if you have videos. So we just finished a bunch of videos for our friends at Zero Odor. Um, They have a spray that eliminates odors in the air. Doesn't mask, it eliminates. 
and um, way better than Febreze. Oh yeah, and um, so they added their videos to their Amazon listings for their products, and their products have been doing a lot better. It's like been killing it. Yeah, he's uh, talking to the client last week, and they pretty much said, you know, it's hard to attribute it to any single one thing, but we know video is a big component of it. And our sales are through the roof right now, which is wow. super, super exciting. And they're great people over there. So that's so awesome. But I think we'd also be making a mistake if we did not mention that Lawson's dog, Drogo, is on Amazon Shout now. out, Drogo. <laughs> Drogo was our doggy actor. He crushed it. And now... He is, I don't, is he a thumbnail on Amazon? He might be a thumbnail. I think thumbnail. so. I think there's one of him with Dr. Zero on the couch. Pretty as a thumbnail. sick. Pretty sick. Shout out to Drogo. Shout out to Lawson. Hey, that's, that's good marketing. Like, there's a dog. Exactly. I, I'll probably click on it. And so, I mean, just adorable dog. So I heard dogs and babies, but then someone told me they don't like babies. So now it's just dogs. Hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah. Some people, I guess, don't like babies, but everyone likes dogs. I think that's a fact. Yeah. All right, the next thing we filmed was Woodward Fall Inn. So Woodward is a private school in Atlanta, Leo's alma mater. Hey, it's a super shout out. Shout out to Woodward. It's a super fun project. We get to capture little kiddos on screen talking about why Woodward's awesome. And it's for Woodward's um, fall fundraising campaign. Yeah, I think we've done this like four or five years in a row now. And these videos are super, I mean, kids are cute and they say funny stuff. <laughs> and then we, we've added some really cool, cute hand-drawn graphics in the past. So it just takes the videos to a new level. Yeah, really, really proud of the team uh, completing this campaign on a pretty quick timeline. I mean, you know, school starts in August and we filmed this early September and the campaign launched in uh, October. So you know, pretty quick turnaround, uh, but but really, really nice project. Shout out to the entire squad on the producing, the filming, the editing. It all came together super nicely. We also filmed some pop menu B-roll. Um, they just wanted some fresh B-roll of people using their product. They have an in-house editor, helps them have extra content. I don't know about you guys, but when I go to a restaurant, oh, by the way, Pop Menu does marketing for restaurants. And one really cool thing they do is they're, um, a lot of restaurants, they have just a PDF menu on their website. Well, with Pop Menu, it's a more interactive experience and it makes it easier for the restaurant to change things as they're updated. So I don't know about you guys, but now when I am going, I always look up the menu in advance when I go to a restaurant. I know that's a weird personality trait. I get mad when it's not a Pop Menu website. If it's a PDF, I'm like, ugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gross. I mean, peasants in the words of tony the founder of pot menu the menu is the most important part of a restaurant mm -hmm. so why would you do something that looks so outdated you want a menu that you can say oh this one has a bunch of reviews so let's order this next time or, yeah because you yeah. can review specific items with pot menus oh, yeah. interactive websites do you guys look at menus before you go to a restaurant oh yeah i'm so into that yeah. i have to because my girlfriend aline shout out aline shout, shout out, out aline. last time um, she always has to know what she's going to get before we even yeah. get there. Really? And so I wind up looking too. I'm like, all right, here's, here's my choices, but I'm the same way as Lee. You know, I was That's looking how... at a menu. I'm going to Athens this weekend and I was looking at the menu for Cali and Tito's so outdated. Their website oh, is I'm terrible. Sure. Well, they only take cash. They have like uh comic sans on, no. I don't know if it's a joke, but like the font on their website is terrible. Their Probably got papyrus in there too. The food's good, so. Pot menu, we got a prospective client for you. Cali and Tito's. Athens. Cali and Tito's slaps. And you know they have the money. They're so popular. And it's cash only, so like, yeah. you knows? know what I'm saying? They ain't paying uh, no credit card fees. 
Sean, are you a restaurant menu looker? Uh, advance? No. No. All right. Well, that's honestly, fine. Yeah. I know you're not Leo. I just know it. <laughs> I'm the type of guy who waits until the very last moment to decide what I'm ordering. Like I'll have like three or four things that I could order. And then based off what everyone else around me is ordering and how I'm feeling in that exact moment decides what I order. Would yeah. you prefer not to copy somebody? Like yeah. if somebody got something. Cause then you, you could do a little trade for trade, you know, bite mm. for bite, couple mm-hmm. bite for couple mm-hmm. bite, you know, yeah. then there's a little more diversity at the table and everyone, everyone can try some things. Right. Nice. That's a good move. I started doing this thing where I just pick the first thing that looks good. Like I open the menu and I just see something I like. I'm like, that's it. That's smart because then that eliminates decision fatigue, which can take up a weirdly large amount of brain power. (laughs) Yeah, like I used to because also I'm like the least picky eater ever. So I'll look at everything. I'll be like, that looks good. That looks good. That looks good. So it does kind of just kind of I mean, it's something small, but it's kind of nice to just. okay, that's it. That's why I listened to this whole podcast one time about why Trader Joe's is so popular. And essentially the reason is people get tired of having to make so many decisions. Mm. It's like you don't need 30 different pasta sauces to choose from. You need four. And that's what you get at Trader Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like it. So the next project we filmed for was Gears Georgia Early Education Alliance for Ready Students. We love Gears. That's a mouthful. Yeah, I've been working with them for a while. (laughs) (laughs) They're a nonprofit. They help kids through um, all throughout Georgia get quality early learning education. We filmed another project together, which is always cool because we get to film cute little toddlers sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. So this is the tenth anniversary of Quality Rated, and Quality Rated is a program, it's a voluntary program for uh, early child care education centers, where you can basically get either one, two, or three stars, and obviously three stars is, you know, means the program has been rated the most highly, it's better for the parents, because you know what type of program you're sending your kids to, Uh, it's good for the uh, child care centers themselves, because um, basically, you know, you get some bonuses and incentives for being part of Quality Rated. So we're celebrating the 10th year of Quality Rated uh, in October this year, and we're making a video to commemorate it. So very, very excited about that. Yeah, none of us have kids, so we can't speak to how stressful it is to find and pick a daycare, but it sounds stressful. Yeah, I mean, you're putting your, your <laughs> the fruit of your loins <laughs> in, a, in a place that you don't know much about so yeah you gotta do that research you gotta make sure that place is quality quality rated rated. i will say the footage was so (laughs) nice (laughs) (laughs) the footage was so funny like i was in charge of you know organizing the footage and sorting it and finding the best footage and yeah kids are just hilarious (laughs) i mean the, the really young ones i feel like half of the teacher's job is just to make sure they don't like eat a toy or something. Right. Like, you know, they put this toy in their mouth and then yank it back out, put it right back in. But, um, yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty entertaining. Just like kind of getting to be a fly on the wall and see what do two and three year olds do. Well, my favorite part of the shoot is that at one point I, I was, uh, I was mostly in the interview setup, but we also had a simultaneous B roll setup and I walk, around i'm saying okay i want to check on the b-roll team and i look in our one of our directors josh is directing these three and four year olds to play ring around the rosie and he's like ah go this way go this way faster faster and he's got the biggest smile on his face and like a kid like falls down and like it was Uh, was hilarious i can see josh being great with kids (laughs) he was so happy that's adorable there's a photo around here somewhere we need to find oh yeah we need to find that yeah oh all right anyway so (laughs) 
The next project we filmed for was for our friends at Full Story. So, thank you. So Full Story is really cool. They capture and they record data about what users do on your website. So you have more insight into the whole digital experience people are having on your site. So fun fact about Full Story, they were our first fully, well, it was almost fully animated user interface product explainer video. That sounds really cumbersome, but that's like what we're known for a lot now. We work a lot with SaaS companies. We are really, really good at taking a user interface and breaking it down, making it easier to understand, maybe making it prettier. Full Story has a really pretty user interface, so didn't need to happen for that project. But that was our first time creating one of those, and we do a ton of them now. So pretty cool, pretty cool fact about Full Story. Yeah, that was back in 2019. Uh, the good old days. It's always the good old days, but you know that was that was a few years ago, um, and nearly you know during the pandemic is when we really elevated our animation mm -hmm. um, videos, just because obviously there was a few months there where no one where people needed videos, but no one wanted us anywhere near them. Right. So it's like okay, how can we make videos without being around people? Animation, and yeah, as Landa said, Full Story was the one of the first products that we that we made a fully animated video for, but now we do a ton of those. Yeah. But yeah, last, or yeah, I guess it was this week. I'm not sure when this podcast is coming out, but um, on October 4th, we, we had a great shoot with Full Story. Uh, they had an event called Spark at the Omni downtown. We captured a lot of great content. We captured some footage for event uh, recap and ultimately promotional for next year's event. Uh, we captured some thought leadership content with their executives, and we also captured four customer testimonials. So uh, a lot you can do at events, and uh, we're happy to be there for it. Hell yeah. All right, we filmed four message gears. So this was an event. It's an annual event called Accelerate, but let me tell you a little bit about what message gears does. Events are back, baby. So let's talk a little bit about our client message gears. Uh, we filmed with them last week. Um, it was a awesome, awesome uh, production where we got a lot done. Message Gears is a company that helps large organizations essentially streamline their marketing communication. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of uh, a lot of technologies rely on the inter on the data being in a cloud, which requires constant upload, download, upload, download. But Message Gears basically has their technology that is embedded into a local server. So there's not all this uploading, downloading, uploading, downloading. Your data is always fresh. And that means, you know, if you're sending a push notification via text message, uh, you know, you're sending it with the right data. So you're not sending a text that says your order is ready to pick up and an email that says, oh, your order is delayed. All the information is the mm -hmm. same. So, you know, they work with big brands. Uh, Chick-fil-A is a big local one. Um, a, a, a Home Depot is another one. So a lot, a lot of big brands. Mm -hmm. So we filmed an event for them called Accelerate. It's an annual event. It's for Message Gears customers and marketing professionals. It's just a collaboration event. And it was held at the Waldorf Astoria in Buckhead. The footage is very beautiful. It looked like a really fun event. And Sean over here has been working on that project. It's true. It's true. Thank you. And you've been doing some cool animation. Um, yeah, that looked like a... That looked like a fun event. Like I might try to go there next year. <laughs> it's invite and only, see brother. Sean at the next. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe Message I'll be in the footage next year. I'm just gonna. I don't know. Maybe I'll just pretend I work for Message Gears somehow. I could 100% see Sean being able to just kind of work his way into Is, any event. I mean, here's the question: Is there a company big enough where there would be employees there? Like, could you just maybe they would just assume? Oh, he must work here, but. He's acting him. really confident. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I'd be more like a fly on the wall. I'd be just, I'd be just chilling. But, but yeah, the what was the restaurant called? 
Uh, it was a hotel. Del Frisco. Oh, Del Frisco. Yeah, never been there. Looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah, um, it did look good. Made me, yeah. Anyway, the whole event, it looked fun. It looked like a yeah. good time. And we actually captured more than just the event recap video that Sean's been working on. Um, like, I, like I mentioned earlier, uh, events is a great place to capture content for your brand. Uh, so while we captured footage for a recap slash promotional video for next year, we also captured several customer testimonials, and we actually captured some presentation sessions as well. So those who were not able to attend it, the information, the sessions are available uh, for view online. Awesome. Love to hear it. All right. For our next segment, this is something fun. We're making a fall draft. So this was inspired by a, a podcast that Corbin found. Um, and it's where we take turns picking the best parts of fall to, quote, draft our own, quote, team for fall. So there's no list to draft from, though. It's just anything that you like about fall. All right. Is Sean starting or is Corbin starting? Either way. I think Corbin, I'll start, start it. All right, Corbin, what is your number one fall draft pick? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was, trying to, I was trying to pick an effect that was in my head that we don't even have. Oh, no, we didn't have the effect. It's okay. But with the number one pick in the Consume Media Fall draft, Corbin Serio selects flannels. Oh, that's a good one. I see you. I wasn't expecting that. Out that of was you. good. Okay, okay. Flannels. And I am, in fact, wearing one right now. Uh, so, you know, I had to go with it. That's, a, that's good. I like that. Okay. Lando, you're up. Okay. So, for my number one draft pick, I'm going to say the combination of cool temperature with sunshine. That right there, number one, best part about fall. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, I thought college football was going number one in the draft, but I, but it didn't. So I'm going to select college football no. with the third overall trip, <laughs> the third overall pick oh, in the draft. That one's good. That's good. All right, Sean's got the the four or five turn right here, so he gets two selections in a row. Wow, I didn't know, I didn't know I had that kind of pressure. Mm -hmm. But uh, since we live in America, I was going to say football. But clearly that was taken. Pro football's on the table. Pro football's on the table. I like pro football better. Uh, the purity of the sport is no longer there. <laughs> I prefer collegiate. Um, I would have to say I like the fall leaves. Oh, it's a good one. Right, yeah, you know, fall is, like fall is a beautiful time of year. Um, and then this next one. This is not something I typically do in the fall, but I guess I'm excited to do it this year since it's been a while. I'm probably going to go to Netherworlds this year. Okay. Oh, so, so I'm excited to do that. It's um, like haunted fall, houses. fall events, yeah. Yeah, haunted houses. Haunted I've house. never been. Haunted it, house. How, how scary is it? One to ten. I mean, it's it depends on how you handle horror terribly i guess it, it'd probably be pretty scary i mean when you're in the parking lot one of the coolest things is when you're in the parking lot a lot of the people that work there are in their outfits and stuff uh -huh. but they're wearing like you know some of them are on stilts their their costumes are crazy but i feel like that was a really popular date in high school right for sure I think right so, yeah. i mean that never happened for me but <laughs> so <I heard. laughs> um, but also there's uh you know there's one thing that's pretty cool is they have people with like chainsaws and stuff 
that's pretty freaky. You know, you get chased by a chainsaw. They also, they also mm-hmm. have, they also have people that have like some sort of metal. I can't remember what it would be. Maybe a chain. They're like swinging it around the parking lot. There's like sparks flying yeah, everywhere. That's cool. Um, you like Netherworld? I haven't been. It's fun to go. Should take a lean. It's really she fun wants to, to go. May, oh, maybe go. we should all go. That would be fun. Um, it's fun to go with a group of people because mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like going to see a horror movie. Like it's a, you know if you really like horror, it's going to be fun if you watch it by yourself. But it's more fun for the experience of like seeing people freak out. Right. Oh, yeah. um, it's kind of like running nine miles. It'll really make you feel something. Yeah, just like <laughs> just like running nine miles, or it'll make you feel nothing. You never know. Thank you. If you if you feel nothing after running nine miles, I don't know. Something's up. <laughs> no, I, I I felt something. I was yeah. Anyways, moving on. Back to yeah. Leah's so, number two pick. So with the sixth overall pick in the draft, you know, I, I've already picked college football. I could pick pro football, mm. but I'm actually going to throw a slight curveball here and pick fantasy football. Ooh, two football love, love the love the camaraderie mm-hmm. and the competition of Absolutely. fantasy football. We actually started a fantasy football consume media league. Uh, I'm one in three, unfortunately, but I'm still having fun. So fantasy it's football with the six overall pick in the draft. What's your ranking? Right I'm now, two Corbin? and two. I'm third in my division. You're um, not. You're not. You just elected not to play. I really thought with my team I'd be doing better. Um, I thought you would be too. Two of my players, two of my main players, DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown, are both hurt Sad. right now. Does um, anyone know my ranking? I think you're she's undefeated. I'm you're number one. Undefeated. <laughs> I think Before you're undefeated. I, I am. I know. I was just seeing if you guys knew. All right, Lando, seventh pick in the draft. I also love, I, I enjoy fantasy football. It makes it more fun to watch football. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to go with kind of a basic option for number seven, and that is not just pumpkin spice lattes, but it. pumpkin flavored items. Listen, no. Sean, I When know, you said basic, I, I, I didn't want to spoil it, but when you said basic, immediately I was like, pumpkin spice lattes. No, not pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin flavored items. Oh, so okay. you got all the pumpkin you know stuff what? right now. Yeah, I, I'm That's a kind huge, of unfair. huge pumpkin girl. I mean, there are no rules. There is no rules. You're right. Let me, let me put you guys on something real quick. This Starbucks right here. Don't waste your money on a pumpkin spice latte unless you have a Starbucks reward. Otherwise, just get a coffee with a couple of pumps of pumpkin syrup mm, and, you know, either so a little good. bit of oat milk or I just get half and half in it. And it tastes really similar, but it's like less than half the price. Mm. All right. On to Corbin. Number eight draft pick. Oof. All right. Well, I'm a man of food, man mm. of loving food, mm. and it couldn't be an easier choice here. You know, this is a value pick because it fell all the way to here. It's going to be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That is that is a value pick. Good job. Thanksgiving nice. at eight, the most value pick. Um, you know, spending time with family and eating yeah. good food doesn't get better than that. That, that was going to be my next That's pick. good. Yeah, what, there was what's, no way it was falling to you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fall in, Woodward. Let's go. <laughs> what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Mm. Mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Leo? Some... We always have this like sweet potato thing with mm-hmm. marshmallows. Yeah. So good. Oh, it's so good. So good. Sean? Mine is also sweet potato, like sweet potato casserole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mine is sweet potato and uh, mac and cheese. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, 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 nice. All right. All right. And with my turn, my, my last pick here. Oof. That's tough. I was going to go pumpkin pie, but you stole all the pumpkin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, say hoodie season. Hoodie, Ooh, season. hoodie season. 
So I got flannels and hoodies, a good combo. You yeah, know, pretty good. I care about my, my, my appearance, my dress. Your comfort as my well. My comfort, yeah. You got to stay warm, you know. And Georgia doesn't get too cold in the fall. Right, so you can get by with a lot of flannels you know, and hoodies. You know, you could go shorts and a hoodies when it's 60 degrees out. Right. So. All right, I'm going to piggyback off of that. And for my final draft pick, I'm going to say, sorry, guys, you can't relate to this, leggings. Mm. Love a cozy legging. I wear that year-round, but especially in the fall. Yeah, I love wearing leggings, too, especially to the gym. Oh, that's true. Guys wear leggings to the gym. Under my shorts, though. Not not bare butt. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I had this realization the other day, too, when, like, I was just wearing compression shorts, just working out of my house, and I was like, no wonder girls wear leggings all the time. Like, this is so... I feel so you get, you get feel the, so mobile. Like yeah, right? the full no, the <laughs> yeah. full range of motion everywhere. You just yeah. let me. I mean, let me get you guys in a pair of Lululemon lines. You'll be different. Okay. Yeah, okay. you'll be different. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's funny. All right, I got the eleventh pick, so I could go with the plain football sweep of mm-hmm. the Falcons. Mm-hmm. I could go with. Uh, tailgating, which is adjacent to uh-huh. sports. Yep, yep, yep. But you know what? Today, I walked outside, and it was a beautiful, brisk morning. Walked out of the t-shirt. It felt amazing. I'm going to go with brisk mornings with my 11th pick in the draft. That is infringing slightly on my number one draft pick, but I'll let, I'll let you what have was, that. What was your number one again? Like the combination of the sun with the cool weather. But I didn't specifically claim mornings. They're so siblings. They're siblings. Uh, so do I have to pick another no, one? There's, no, there's no rules at it's all. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay. If if we find out later that, you know, the uh, draft police come in and say that <laughs> After I'm not allowed to do brisk morning, then I'll go for the clean football sweep and go for the Falcons. Solid. Nice. Sean's final pick. All Enjoy. right. My final have pick. A the anticipation well, yes, is killing me. Um, you know, I don't really have anything else, but I, I would say <laughs> I like to, this is kind of goes with what you guys said as well, but like, I like to skateboard in the fall just because Ooh, yeah, really because of weather. It's just, uh, it's just a nice time to just like cruise around, maybe take some photos. Have it a hits different day. in the fall. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just fall like skating. just anything outside in the fall is, is nice. Yeah. Great points. Nice work, team. And now All right. That when was they a look at the teams, draft. top to bottom. We need to let it, a neutral um, person decide. So we'll post that in the show notes. Yeah, that's good. Comment what team won. Yeah. Mine is really basic, but I stick by it. <laughs> well, you had the life hack. That was pretty good about, you know, getting the half off pumpkin spice. Thank you. Yeah. yeah a little tip. Yeah. A little less basic. So. Mm, thank you. I appreciate that, Sean. Nice work, team. All right, we're going to change out some people here. Some people are going to get voted off the island, and we'll uh, be right back. All right, welcome back. Three friends are gone, but I got Lewis. I got Alex. What's up, friends? We did just record a full segment that did not record. And I just want to double check. We are recording now, right? I don't know. How do you know? Oh, yeah, it's red. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, word, word. That's all good. I yeah. get to spend more time with you guys. I actually did it on purpose because I just wanted to spend more time with you guys. Nice. Yeah. Great. Okay, so we're going to talk about, thank you so much. We're going to talk about trends in video. Really briefly, I'll recap Leo's trend in video. He had to go to a meeting. Shout out Snow. He's talking to you right now, Snow. 
You should be on the podcast sometime. That'd be fun. Okay, so Leo's trend in video is events. Events are back. They are back to being filmed. They're amazing because you can capture a bunch of B-roll. You can capture happy customers. You can even capture some testimonial interviews of your customers while they're at this event. You get so much in just one day. All right, events. Events are back, baby. They're back and better than ever. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Alex, my friend. Hello. What are your favorite trends in video lately? So uh, one thing that I was looking at yesterday was the trend of having captions on social videos. Absolutely. Particularly uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, because when you're scrolling, typically you're going to have your audio off and possibly listening to a podcast. That's how I typically do it. Hey. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, when you're when you're scrolling through and um, – you you know, video catches your eye. You're more likely to be engaged with that video if you're you know able to understand what's happening because you can read the captions. Right. So. Yeah, and, and that's why we give all of our clients SRT files, which are subtitle files. But we also always give them versions of their video with the subtitles just already baked in. That way, they can go ahead and post that to social media. Mm -hmm. And I even find, because TikTok, usually you do have your sound on. That's one social media where you are, you not always, but usually listening with sound. But I find even then I prefer to have captions because it gives me something else to look at right. and helps me follow along. Yeah. I, I'll say this. I opened TikTok in public one time with sound, <laughs> and that was the last time I had sound right? on TikTok. Yeah. You never know what you're going to open yeah. it up to. Yeah. Well, Lewis on his TikToks has some really good captions oh, because yeah. they're like bright, like they're big and bold and engaging. And, and you do little icons of I do, things. yeah. Sometimes I'll add like a logo mm -hmm. if I'm talking about a brand. Yeah. I like that. I'm always very engaged. Yeah, I'm trying. When I'm watching yeah. your TikToks. Nice. Thanks. What other trends you seen, Alex? Cream color is like a big trend in video right now where typically with commercial work, um, you always want your highlights to be just like a pure white. But with the recent resurgence of uh, a lot of film emulation mm -hmm and retro style videos that uh, preferring like a cream look over a pure white look has, has come back, baby. Warmth is in. It is in. So that leads to my favorite trend in videos that I've seen a lot of lately is that retro style mm -hmm. is back and it's everything. And it's not just in video, it's, it's, it's in everything. Fashion, vintage is really in home decor, weddings, just everything vintage is very in right now. And the style of, of a lot of photography is film mm -hmm. has become a huge thing again lately. Yeah. Um, you got the grain, you got the chromatic aberration, ooh. halation. Ooh. There's some words for you. Oh, they're good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, and, and it's interesting trying to recreate those things, like the grain and the other big words you said. Mm -hmm. It's interesting trying to now using the modern technology that we have, trying to recreate that look mm -hmm. that used to come from the limitations of film, right? But now we're trying to recreate that with the modern technology, and that's a huge trend. And it's, it's really fascinating to watch. Um, we'll put this in the show notes, and we'll throw it up on the screen. But we, we are huge Ben Marriott fans here. He is a really well-known animator um, and from Australia, and he posts these fantastic YouTube videos and really cool stuff on his Instagram that um, he talks about like trends in video or how he's how he animates certain things. And mm -hmm. he, I'd say he's pretty prolific in animation now. Mm -hmm. um, and Definitely. he made this really cool one about how to make any animation look vintage. And it's so cool seeing how he adds that warmth, how he adds that little shake that film has, how he adds the 
grain and just makes it look like it was made many, many years ago. Yeah. And it's kind of hilarious that we're using all of these modern technologies just to recreate previous limitations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. So I like that. I agree. Yeah. And it, but it, 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 you made a good point earlier. It kind of, it kind of makes you feel like home. It kind of makes you feel nostalgic because it reminds us of maybe our childhood or. Yeah. And it's, um, I think that people want to see something that feels less digital. Yeah. So whether that's animation or if that's film, it, it having something that feels more either like hand drawn mm-hmm. or shot on something that's, you know, physical has a, uh, feels so, more authentic. Right. And that and authenticity is just a general trend and I think authenticity is what's performing really well on social media like on TikTok, on YouTube. These people, most of the people I think that are becoming influencers now, it's because they're super authentic. It's not super polished. They'll, you know, show themselves without makeup or it's not always perfectly scripted and cuz people the pendulum has kind of swung back from everything being super digital and super polished and now it's like all right we've we've seen that that's not new and exciting anymore let's swing back the other way to really authentic stuff mm-hmm. so that kind of leads to lewis's trend in video the super like authentic look yeah oh the well the uh, like animated like hand drawn animation yeah. stuff that's coming back a little bit yeah 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 I no. thought it was like really interesting. I don't know how technical we want to get. This isn't super technical, but like, it's like one of the methods to like make animation look more like hand drawn or whatever is um, like blurring it a little mm-hmm, bit and mm-hmm. then sharpening it back, which seems like mm-hmm. super counterintuitive. And why would you do that? But then it just like helps it give it that. And that you think it would cancel, mm-hmm. but it only kind of does. Yeah. It doesn't fully. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. That trend in video, I was thinking about the animation. Yeah, seeing seeing things that used to be more live action mm-hmm. based, getting skewed more towards this like hand drawn, unique animation mm-hmm. style, like the Thursday Night Football intros for Amazon right? Prime that they've been doing the. I gotta animation. see that. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We'll post that in the show notes. Yeah, and then that has also. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say the one thing. I mean, I don't think I know any. I mean, hopefully. The people that made that don't see this and they get offended. I will say, talk shit, talk. I'm not gonna talk shit. The the anime, everything's so cool about it. Except they, like for the announcers, they have like hand drawn versions of them, like you know, illustrated versions of them in there, and their features look weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, it's not. um, Is it like that disproportionate like? Uh, American cartoon no no not no it's more like the the like the the drawing style is not like hyper realistic it's so there's there's shadows but it's like different layers of color I don't Mm. know it's weird it's hard to describe we'll show a photo yeah we'll show a photo of what I thought was well I, I I bet what happened is whoever was commissioned to design that whole intro doesn't have a lot of experience with people and yeah. then someone on the like whoever was running that Amazon NFL yeah. was like oh let's add the announcers in there yeah. and this person was like oh well that's not really my thing yeah. but okay that's true yeah. that's yeah. my guess my little my little guess of what's going on behind the curtain yeah <laughs> Because like you watch the intro, I'm like, oh, they're not doing so well. <laughs> like the announcers don't look like they're doing well. And then you see them in real life. You're like, oh, they're fine. They're That's fine. hilarious. You're like, you're looking a little sickly, my yeah. guy. <laughs> well, and that, that hand-drawn trend also. Lewis is laughing. I just hope. No, this. I'm just like, hope. 
I didn't. It's a great intro. I'm not trying to, you know, poop no, no, on no. anything. You're, it, it's a, it was just you know, my one critique. Totally fair. Constructive. Absolutely. Yeah. So take that into consideration. Yeah. Amazon. 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 Yeah. Gosh. It's probably um, an AI that made it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. I'm out of a job. Yeah. It's Bezos himself. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and that hand-drawn effect is also trickling into a lot of live-action footage. I'm seeing, and we've done it too hand-drawn graphics interspersed with live action. It's kind of interacting mm -hmm. with the characters. It's almost like another character, if you will. Mm -hmm. wow. So that's cool. That's a, that's another really cool trend. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny because that's not authentic at all. Like that does not happen in real life, but the hand-drawn graphics do feel a little bit more realistic because it feels like, like they're hard to do, but it feels yeah. like, oh, I could have just drawn that on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. That's kind of another a, a trend is things that, look really easy kind of like the retro thing looks mm -hmm. easy because it looks like oh there's an old film but it's actually really hard to recreate that look yeah and forgive me but i'm going to talk about anime for 30 seconds but that Absolutely. was a uh, a thing that happened where as technology became more advanced they're like well all this stuff is 2d let's make it 3d mm -hmm. and then it looked absolutely terrible like you know what? Let's uh, let's just stick with two D. Two D looks good. Well, and I feel like a lot of anime is watched by adults that watched it growing up, and so you kind of want that nostalgic feel, right? Right. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to picture in my head what three D anime looks like. It's, <laughs> I'm picturing like Jimmy Neutron, but anime. Is <laughs> and does nope. Jimmy, Jimmy no Neutron, Jimmy Neutron slander in this house? I wonder if Jimmy Neut a two D. Jimmy Neutron. They did it. It would have been they fairly odd parents. It was, they did this. Are oh, we, they did the collaboration. They did a <gasps> crossover. How did it look? Did it, it look was better? Fairly odd parents, Jimmy Neutron, they they crossed yeah, you're worlds. Right. They did. And Jimmy Neutron was 2D and Timmy was 3D. Oh man. Yeah. I'm, Mandela I'm, effect. I'm really Holy glad I didn't shit. see Timmy Turner in 3D. Oh yeah. It, it just looked like Jimmy Neutron with like different hair kind oh, of. Okay. Right? For Amber Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, it looked like a video game or something. Yeah. Those crossovers were everything. Remember, like, you guys might have been too old for this, but the Hannah Montana Sweet Life, that's a yeah, Raven a crossover. That was, oh. I peaked. That was when I peaked. <laughs> I wasn't a Disney kid. I was a Nickelodeon kid okay. at Cartoon Network. I was okay, a, okay. I, I was like the Lizzie McGuire. But I, I was a Lizzie McGuire, even Steven's kid, too. Nice. Yeah, that was peak. <laughs> Wonder what happened to those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're doing great. Nothing. Uh, okay. <laughs> nothing dark there. <laughs> so our next segment favorite is project. your favorite project you've been working on lately. Lou, what's been up? Oh, man. I mean, we're actually we're close to wrapping it right now because mm -hmm. we got the voiceover the other day, but the Slip Robotics Animated <gasps> Explainer so has been my my favorite thing I've been working on lately. Um, so that's something Lou S. was the, the, the head animator on. I animated and Lando designed it. I did. It's pretty sick designs. Thanks. That <laughs> um, means a lot. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. No, I mean, just looking at the boards, you can tell, like, all right, this is going to be a cool video. It's going to be cool, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, robotics, they, they have literal robotic, um, like, machines that are somewhat AI-powered, and they're used in manufacturing and distribution. So um, pallets can be put on these robots, and they can drive mm -hmm. themselves into trucks. Exactly, yeah. And maybe we'll put it in the show notes Absolutely. when it's live so you can see the video. But one thing we can I will... probably put, put it on screen, too. Yeah. yeah. Let's sh here, let's show it right now. Right now. And we're back. <laughs> and one thing I really like about it is some... I mean, 
not saying I don't. One thing I like about it <laughs> is some of our clients that are very techy don't have as much of a creative mm-hmm. side to what they how they want to portray their brand. Right. And it's very like maybe sleek, modern, but not imaginative. Not like right. They just know. don't have the experience to be able to picture it. Yeah, exactly. And then some clients want to push their brand mm-hmm. that way and I, and I like it when clients do that because it makes it makes that video could have been something completely different totally and it probably would not have been as engaging right and they really yeah. let us the client they're super awesome and they yeah. really let us kind of push their branding push the style beyond what they've done before and it, it I, I think paid off in dividends because it's such a dope yeah. video it's pretty sick yeah there's a lot of uh we talked about earlier there's a little bit of Ben Marriott Sprinkled mm-hmm. in there. I can tell. I Little, can see um, it. Some other Redditors. <laughs> <laughs> stolen things. Not stolen. It's like people like, this that's the best it. thing about, about, I think our industry is like, people like to share their mm-hmm. secrets, so to speak. I feel like some industries it's so like. Gatekeepy. Gatekeepy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas animators, editors is like, mm-hmm. everyone goes through the same struggles. Right. And there's someone out there that, is gonna like is able to help you out, like a Ben Mary. That's or, cool. Or, or like some other guys. It's like, That's oh, a really good yeah. point. That is a really you know? dope part about about that industry. Yeah. And I'm not. It's not like all industries aren't like that, but it's a more. Yeah, I mean that's something I noticed because like in I hadn't joined the After Effects Reddit sub, mm-hmm. but they. Oh my I, gosh! I need to join it. T- well, typically, oh like in a in a subreddit like that, or like or doesn't have to be Reddit, where it's just like if it's online. Um, you're gonna, it's just gonna be like a lot of like either like low level stuff or stuff that's like, I guess like everybody knows, but mm-hmm. it's hard to find, you know, stuff that's free and just like out there that's like a little more, more advanced. advanced. Yeah, totally. yeah, but it's, yeah, there's just something about the, um, you know, like that community where you'll find a lot of stuff that people are just like, hey, I like rigged this whole thing in After Effects and here's how I did it and it's out there for free. So yeah. it's really cool. That's sick. And one more thing I want to add to it. And on, on top of like people sharing their skills and mm-hmm. like techniques, people share experiences sometimes that you can learn. Like someone will post like I had like some experience with a client or with a illustrator board or something that like you relate to that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this person also experienced this. I'm not the only one that. Is struggling and that can with something. be comforting, like, I'm sure, yeah. because oftentimes animators, editors work a, a little bit in a silo. Yeah. So yeah, to, to have that, that common experience with someone is, is nice. Well, yeah. Well, I was sorry to interrupt no, you. No, that was my I, whole thought. I um, was just thinking, it's like being like working on a post-production side mostly. Um, that's like a whole skill I had to learn that was like tough to learn. It was like how to do, like work with clients because mm-hmm. like most mm. personality types, I guess, that are used to like working in that side of things aren't like super client facing most of the time mm-hmm. or um so yeah that was like a whole skill set that i had to learn so that would be you know a good like class in itself is mm-hmm. just learning that's how a to really good clients. point ben yeah. marriott come on tell us how you talk to clients <laughs> that that actually like no joke i think it's after effects or editors whatever it is every monday there's a thread it's like like talk about the worst thing a client did to you last week and it's That's like, hilarious. It's like so-and-so like you know gave us a crazy 
they rewrote the whole script. Like, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and you then say? you're like, oh man, my clients are great. They rewrote the whole script <laughs> yeah. after everything yeah. was animated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you, you then you start to appreciate your clients more. You're like, oh, our clients don't put us through that. That's know? so funny. But they're great. We love our clients. We have awesome clients, but that's funny to read about people that don't. Yeah. 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 And then you just hope that they find better ones. Better ones. Like yeah. ours. Yeah, that was one of my favorite projects I've worked on, but I, I designed that. Obviously, design comes for animation, so I designed that like a month ago. But that that's probably my favorite project I designed all year. It just pushed what I'm able to, what I am comfortable doing. It like pushed me outside of that. I did design some things in perspective that got cut, but that's fine because mm-hmm. I think it looked good. So it taught me okay, I can design things in perspective. So that's cool. Um, but my favorite project I'm working on right now, this is a, this is a small project for our friends at Shepherd, but it's special to me because my friend Julia works at Shepherd. Shout out to Julia. Nice. That's how, that's how they, um, became our client. And it's a small project. That's like a kind of teaser to a larger brand video we're going to do at some point. Um, but I just made the, the AV for it and came up with some animation ideas interspersed with some B roll. And they, they really want to, they always tell us, they're like, you know, we trust you guys. Like, like, let's push it a little bit. Like, let's uh, let's elevate the brand a little mm-hmm. bit. And so, it's kind of going back to what you were saying about Slip Robotics. Is um, it's really cool when a client is like, no, let's push, let's push mm-hmm. this a little bit. So, um, and I always enjoy when you know, mostly I design, but sometimes I'll work on an AV as well, or I'll work on I'll work on scripting, or co- I work on concepting a decent bit. So it's always cool when I get to come up with a concept and then design it. So yeah. that's what I'm doing for this video. So I always enjoy that. And it's super nice. cool to work with your friend. Oh. You know, you're getting old when uh, your friend becomes your client. You know mm. what I mean? Like we both have, we both have real enough jobs <laughs> to yeah. work together in like a client situation. Yeah. Yeah. It must be cool. To wa- or, um, or maybe it's not sometimes, I don't know, where you design something and then you, do, and then you see it on the back end and it's all animated. Oh, it's always really cool. Okay. Yeah, I always love it. It, it to me, well, and, and I think too, because this is a really, um, I, I learned to design for a video. I didn't like it. That's super untraditional. Most people mm-hmm. learn how to design and then learn how to design for video. Mm-hmm. So everything I make, I mean, I, I, I design things just for myself. Like I do like slightly artistic stuff on the side just for myself. So that's obviously not with video in mind, but. 99% of everything I create is with video in mind, with movement in mind. So I think that it makes it more exciting for me when I see it moving because that's how I've, I pictured it when I designed it. Yeah. Did you, do you ever think like, or have you ever thought about getting into like animation yourself? That's, a, that's actually a really good question. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, but um, no. <laughs> I, I've thought about it and the answer is no. I, I, I just keep thinking about this thing that happened when I was in the first grade where um, we had to draw something mm-hmm. and then we had to pass it off to somebody else and they would color it. Mm-hmm. And I got really mad cause I drew a Bulbasaur and then the <laughs> girl colored it pink and it's not pink. No. It's green. Um, so I didn't know if that's how you felt. Oh, you- that's actually, that's such a good question. No, not at all. Because, um, because I, I, I think that the movement always makes it better. Yeah. And if I, and if, and if the way that it was, and I try to be clear in my animation notes, but if the way that it's moving is not how I imagined and, and if it's better, like I can a hundred percent, I think mm-hmm. you guys generally know how to make things move better than I would. But if I think my idea maybe would work better, I just tell you and you guys are receptive, but usually I think your ideas are better. So, um, but I, I, 
no, I don't, I mean, who knows? I could change my mind in a few months, but I really don't have a desire to learn animation. <laughs> I love designing. Mm-hmm. I just want to get better at design. Like I'm trying to get better at hand-drawn graphics. Mm-hmm. I just got this iPad like three weeks ago and I'm taking like Procreate courses. Nice. So, but it's, it, it has like such a learning curve. Like it's harder yeah. than I expected. But then I'm like, imagine remembering when I learned Illustrator and how hard that was or just how long it took, how stupid I felt yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> Does does Ben Marriott use Procreate? He uses something. I think he does. I think he like sketches things in Procreate. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I need to look up if I he's li- got any Procreate videos. Because I was watching a video. Of it. He like posts like a tutorial and times like how he did this animated intro, and like stage one was him sketching everything out in like a Procreate. I was like, okay, this guy's like more than an like this guy's an illustrator too. Totally. I can't. I can't do that. I, I definitely illustrate. think you could. Maybe. I think you could. I don't know, Alex. You probably could. No, I'm. I feel like you're, I can't you'd draw. be good draw. No, you, no, no. I can't draw. I would love to. It's like being able to sing. I would love to be able to sing. I would mm-hmm. love to be able to draw. There's so many things that talented people can do that I can't do that I'd love to do. But but it, it's way what what I've. It's so much more about your willingness to learn it than natural mm-hmm. skill. That's you know? true. Like I think I just naturally am like an okay, uh, artist of sorts. But I think I'm a pretty good video designer because. I try hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, no, you can do learn you know what it. I, mean? I no, do it like all the time. Yeah, yeah, no. I that's the thing. Do it long enough and you get really good at it. Mm-hmm. I think. So mm-hmm. just start yeah. drawing today. Yeah. And then. <laughs> but that's how I feel about Procreate is I'm so, I feel like I'm really bad at it and it's frustrating because mm-hmm. I thought there would be more of a crossover with Illustrator and Procreate. It's totally different. So that's been kind of like yeah. oh, okay, it's gonna take longer than I thought. But that's okay. You know, yeah. I'll be better in six months. That was kind of like when I tried doing Blender, like 3D stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, this is not After Well, Effects. I'm sure that's humbling because you're so good in After Effects and you have so much experience in After Effects. Yeah, but apparently 3D model, I'm not saying it's supposed to be easier, but from what I've read, like people say, oh, Blender is so easy, blah, but blah. But probably like, if you if you are kind of going into like, let me try After Effects, let me try Blender. Yeah. You know? Maybe. It's not like, coming in with a ton of After Effects yeah. experience. It's like what Leo says. Just one percent better every day. That's right. Ah, there you go. Yeah. That's a good. You know what? That's good. That's good really life. Good. Does anybody a hundred percent better every hundred days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. Um, have you tried Blender? Uh, I, I tried Cinema 4D way back in the day, but I haven't tried anything with Blender yet. I so, heard you made the donut, Lou. I made a donut. Yeah. The so the. The Ben Marriott of Blender is, uh, <laughs> I forget the guy's name, but I think he's Australian too, or from New Zealand. What's going on over there? And he's the Blender guru on yeah. YouTube. I forget his name, but Blender guru. And um, he teaches it, like he teaches everyone how to work in Blender by teaching how to make a donut. It's okay. like a really popular, it's like, a very, YouTube, like my, one of my old roommates. It's almost like donut. a meme. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like, it's like the, yeah. the first thing you learn how to do. Like, uh, no joke. You, you've tried Blender starter pack. <laughs> yeah. So Rocket League, I think I've brought Rocket League up on multiple podcasts maybe at this point. But they do, um, oh, I brought it up for Slip Robotics. We used Rocket League as an in- oh, inspo yeah, for yeah, yeah. Slip and, Robotics. And that was really yeah. cool. Yeah. So I brought it back to a client. Okay. But uh, so they do like these goal celebrations. And one of them is donuts, like 3D donuts that look exactly like the blender goo. And, that's I, and funny. I think he made it. Oh my gosh, that's a deep meme. It's like a deep meme. Or somebody just saw his video and was just like, yeah, yeah, he's had the connection. But yeah, if you ever see a 3D donut, CGI donut anywhere. Pink frosting. Pink frost. Well, just he, know it was made in blender. Yeah. He tells you to do whatever you, he says, you know, make it whatever you want to <laughs> look like. He does his with pink frosting. Mm, but okay. 
It's a surefire way to make it look like a donut. Yeah. Um, did you guys listen to that or watch that video that Lawson posted about um, Adobe buying Figma? I didn't watch it. Oh, listen to I it. I, I, I listened it, yeah. to it on yeah. when I was driving because I mean, he was showing stuff on screen, but you could just listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talked about how so Adobe purchased Figma for $20 billion, which what is it? It's like the largest um, venture capital backed company being purchased or something like oh, that. Really? It's like it's like it's like a unprecedented kind of sale. I guess so. It's a lot and of money. they bought Frame, you know, as we know, last year or earlier this year, whatever, for a billion dollars, which at the time seemed huge, but this one was twenty billion, and that's I think fifteen percent of Adobe's um, profit or revenue or whatever, or how, however much they're worth. Um, that's fifteen percent of that, and so anyway, the um, this video was about why did they pay so much money for it. This is going to circle back to Blender. Um, it's about why they paid so much money for it. And we've dabbled with Figma just a touch because clients often send us um, like their their Figma website, their websites. Figma is a, for anyone who doesn't know, Figma is what a lot of people use to build their websites. It's mm-hmm. super user-friendly, super interactive, and it's uh, it's browser-based, so you never have to click save or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just all in the browser, which makes it fast, makes it so you don't have to save anything. Super user-friendly. I've, I've used it a tiny bit. Super Ooh. user-friendly and intuitive. And so that's what people use to build websites. Um, and so a lot of times clients will send us that to show us their new branding or so we can use certain elements in a video. You can take elements from Figma and you can put them into Illustrator and then eventually After Effects and then eventually their video. So this was about how um, Adobe has a website builder XD. It's not mm-hmm. very popular because you have to pay you know, for Creative Cloud mm-hmm. and there is a free version of Figma that you can get pretty far with just using that. Um, and it's just better than XD and most, most people would say. Mm-hmm. So um, a big reason that Adobe purchased them, according to this guy, was because they have, like their technology is the direction Adobe needs to go. Mm-hmm. Like, like Photoshop can be so slow. It'd be so much better if it was browser-based. Um, and then they don't like, they don't really, people don't really use XD as much anymore because they use Figma instead. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of about how Adobe wants to, I think, adopt a lot of their, um, just a lot of the way that they're 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 faster, they're more intuitive, more user friendly. So hopefully, like you know, that works. But um, he was talking a lot in the video about how um, people may start using Figma to like design for After Effects. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, Adobe kind of helps them talk to each other better. So I want to learn Figma because I think that is going to be something that's used a lot more. In, in video and in animation, especially how now there's so many interactive pieces on websites that are like our video, but it's not like a click play kind of video. Mm-hmm. It's just like an interactive moving thing on a website that was probably like maybe built in Figma, maybe partially in After Effects. So it's cool how, they, that, how they're already talking to each mm-hmm. other and now it will probably be even more. Are you talking about like an animated thing on a website? Movie? Yeah, or you know video? how like, yeah. yeah, and sometimes like they're interactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lottie, those are really Lottie cool. files, JSONs. I didn't even know that. That's what, um, like anything animating in like an app or on a website, it's like a lot. Of, it's oh. like, a, I don't know. I didn't know it's that. It's like you can export. From After Effects? From After Effects. But uh, there's a lot of things that aren't compatible with it. So it has to be a very So hopefully, like maybe it will become more compatible. Maybe, yeah. As Figma. Because apparently Figma is still going to kind of stay its own company. So hopefully they don't get, you know, go downhill mm-hmm. because of Adobe. But um. Yeah. But what I was going to say was he was talking a lot about how a lot of younger animators and designers pick 
blender over After Effects because there's it's free mm. or there's a free version. And a lot of people pick Figma over XD or even Figma over like maybe even designing an Illustrator mm-hmm. because it, there's a free version. Mm-hmm. And that like that, um, there's a lot of young people in designing and in animating. And so when you're just starting out, you don't have the money to pay for anything. So hopefully they keep that free version of Figma because that's really, really popular. But yeah. I, I thought that was interesting that um, Blender and Figma may take yeah, over. Blender take is, over the world. is free, yeah. Nice. $20 billion. Go Figma. Go Figma. Hey, go Figma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too bad the kids these days can't uh, pirate software like we used to do in the old days. Right? Yeah, I had a, the entire Final Cut Studio. Oh, yeah. That was the expe- That was like the $1,200. Uh-huh. So it was wow. Final Cut Express which was like 200 or $300, mm-hmm. whatever. And Falcon Studio, which yeah, was like motion. motion, pro, color, yeah. all that. Yeah. Pirated that off. LimeWire. That's right, boy. LimeWire. Yep. Hey, if you <laughs> didn't get a virus on your family computer from <laughs> yeah. LimeWire, you did not grow up yeah. in the early 2000s. <laughs> but this is when, when we're in college. I'm trying right. uh, you know. The Lincoln Park I've spent a lot of money. <laughs> well, we paid for Adobe a lot. I didn't know that um, Final Cut had a like a m- more of a motion element. They had it in the studio. Element. It was called Motion. It was a program mm-hmm. called Motion that was supposed to be like after. Does it exist? It still exi- I, it doesn't exist anymore. I don't think I so. I think I think no one uses it. Yeah. I, I think it's like like people that edit on Final Cut and they want to animate, they still have After Effects and they'll export it and bring it to Final Cut. But there might be like 0.5 percent of people that might use yeah. Interesting. I, I feel know. like After Effects is just like too locked in at this point yeah, yeah and then I mean like Resolve tried to come I mean they have their version of that for like effects and stuff the Figma user interface looks a lot better than Illustrator and After Effects hmm. so maybe they'll update it a little they bit they could really like use it uh, an update for their UI After Effects I looks just, a lot a lot of it looks terrible I yeah. just like every the time user they interface. update yeah. no, it something it's super outdated. that big it, they f- but but maybe up. eventually, and this this will definitely be fucked up the first couple times. But maybe Illustrator and After Effects will eventually become browser based, like Figma. It still has an app, but maybe. it's I don't know. The only problem is the assets that are involved in After Effects sometimes are very heavy. Like that's you true. wouldn't bring fo- like red footage. I don't know how that would work. Oh, that's a really or like good a, a high high resolution footage in an After Effects project online. I don't know how that. That's would a good work. point. But design stuff. Yeah, design stuff could work, yeah. but yeah, you're right. Anywho. Or they could just implement more, and there's a lot of technical side of things, but using more of your GPU mm. when you're using After Effects instead of relying on your RAM. They they mm. changed that for 2022, which we still haven't updated yet too, but because of all the problems of 2022. Like, it sucks. Because they, they add these new features, they're like, oh, this is going to benefit us, but then... Bugs. It doesn't work. Oh. Like, so then it doesn't benefit you. Sick. <laughs> so then you have to wait a year until the next year comes right. out. I, I believe I might be wrong. And then, I'm sorry, we're just rambling on, but we can There are no rules. Whenever. Who cares? Um, that I think we've skipped every other year of Adobe, I think. I don't, you so know you, what I'm saying? when there's big updates, or, or you like wait for the ba- following year. Yeah, or like we are barely in a year. Some, like, like, we were in... 19 maybe for a really long time mm-hmm. and then we're in 20 for a little bit and then into 21 mm-hmm. but there's times where we'll st- like it's just hard everyone knows and that's the thing on reddit you go on reddit people are like <laughs> when do i update and you're like never <laughs> no you should update but oh man be careful i feel that's like I i'm gonna like getting into reddit is gonna be a whole new life for me yeah 
r slash illustrators, I'm sure. r slash yeah. It just becomes what designers. you want it to be. Mm, it's like TikTok. That's, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's deep. It is. <laughs> well, I never... Reddit, like, I didn't that, get that into should be it. your new tagline, Reddit, whatever you want it to be. Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't well, get into it until like last year, but it's like, because... Yeah, you just have to like find out like what you're interested yeah. in. I've always liked Reddit. It's just I've I've come to it from Googling things. Mm-hmm. But now I have the app. That's and like a profile. Anytime you Google something, it's like just a question and then right under that it's that question plus Reddit. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to see what put people like. Yeah. So yeah. you'll get like those like web M- you'll like end up on WebMD or you can go to Reddit and like realize that you're not dying. Yeah, that that that's the better option. <laughs> and I follow a TikTok account now that is like um it'll just talk through crazy stuff on Reddit. Nice. And in the back, someone's playing like Candy Crush or something. I bet that sounds really a... weird. I, they're playing some kind of video game, and then over top, they have a screenshot of that section of red. Now that I talk this through, it's 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 sounds like, like a, a Candy Crush concept. ad, is what oh it sounds God. like. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe yeah. I've just been. <laughs> anyway, what were you gonna say? Nothing. I was gonna say I might need to go. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, no, something. no, no, for sure. Also, I was gonna say, but how do we? Yeah, I was just gonna say I spend too much time on the internet. Oh, yeah. Ditto. Don't Watch my TikTok. You'll see my all about. <laughs> At Lewis Glenn. Yeah, let's, let's plug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spend too much time on that. All right. So this has been Final Final, Episode 2. Lewis, Alex, thank you for joining me. This has been super fun. Had a great time. Thank you for having me. Time of my life. Love Thanks. that for you. Can't wait to be back. Appreciate it. Bye.